millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Indonesia gives up on the energy transition. In November 2022, with great fanfare, officials from the Asian Development Bank, ADB, and the Indonesian government signed a Memorandum of Understanding, MO, to launch the Energy Transition Mechanism, ETM. The ETM is a financing model developed by ADB to help heavily coal-dependent countries in Asia transition to cleaner sources of energy by facilitating the early retirement of coal-fired generation plants. Indonesia and the Philippines were designated the pilot countries for the program, with Indonesia being the first to launch the ADB-supported ETM. However, the Philippines actually beat them to it. About a week before the signing of the MO in Jakarta, Ayala's Akan announced it had divested its South Luzon Thermal Energy Corporation, Soltec, holdings in a deal similar to the model under the ADB's ETM but organized privately. Soltec owns the 2 by 135 megawatt coal-generating plant in Kalaka, Batangas, and the end result of the complicated transaction is that the facility can be retired in 2040, 15 years sooner than previously planned. That was treated as an auspicious start, even though there seemed to be an undercurrent of consternation in ADB's complimentary acknowledgement of the Aachen deal. After all, it had kind of demonstrated that an ETM or an ETM-like initiative didn't necessarily have to rely on governments and multilateral institutions and their bureaucratic pace. Be that as it may, the Aachen deal could at least be considered a successful proof of the concept, and hopes were high that Indonesia could become a model of energy transition, particularly in light of the country's higher global profile from holding the G20 presidency at the time. Both countries are heavily reliant on coal for electricity generation, but Indonesia's appetite is the highest in the region. It gets about 61.5% of its electricity from coal, compared to about 46% in the Philippines. Based on its nationally determined contribution, NDC, pledge as part of the 2015 Paris Agreement, Indonesia needs to reduce its overall carbon emissions by 32% by 2030 to meet its stated goal of net zero by 2060. And it has a long way to go, while various forms of renewable energy make up about 28% of the energy mix in the Philippines, they account for less than 10% in Indonesia. It is a huge challenge for Indonesia, but fortunately it has an excellent tool at its disposal in the ETM, as well as another $20 billion in potential energy transition funding offered by the US and Japan that could complement the ETM. So, what has Indonesia done in the almost year since the launch of the ETM? If you said, started the process to apply an early retirement model to one or more coal plants, you're not thinking outside the box the way Indonesians apparently do, because what they have done instead is gone all in on coal power. A study released at the beginning of this month by the climate think tank Ember revealed that Indonesia's per capita emissions attributable to coal are increasing the fastest among the world's 20 largest economies, having jumped 56% between 2015 and 2022. That is considerably faster than notoriously coal-dependent China, which increased by 30% in the same period, and India, 29%. The report punctuated a discouraging development in mid-August, when Indonesia shelved the $20 billion in funding from the US and Japan called the Just Energy Transition Partnership, JETP, because of an impasse over including a number of newly built or under construction captive coal plants. Indonesia does not want them counted as they are not really part of the overall energy mix, but the point of view of the JEP is that a coal plant is a coal plant, and if a country is accessing funding to transition away from coal power, 
then it is obviously pretty stupid to be building new ones. Just about the time the Ember report was published, Indonesia took another step deeper into the coal rabbit hole by disclosing that government financial regulators were considering adding new coal generation to the country's green investment taxonomy. Indonesia's first version of the taxonomy, published in January of last year, limited the green label to projects sourced from renewable energy. With the advent of the ETM, Indonesia proposed adding coal plants slated for early retirement to the acceptable list, this raised a few eyebrows but was generally considered practical as it would presumably make more funding available for ETM projects. However, adding new coal generation to the green taxonomy has drawn a storm of criticism, as it should. Indonesia contends the green label would only be applied to clean coal plants aimed at the energy transition, with the specific example provided being a captive coal plant such as the ones that upended the jet. What seems to be happening is that the Indonesian government has decided it is trapped between the economy and sustainability. Coal is Indonesia's most abundant and valuable commodity, and coal companies are the country's biggest taxpayers. Plus, there is the general impression that renewable energy or cleaner forms of energy, such as natural gas, cannot be developed fast enough to guarantee that some kind of economic pressure from constrained energy supplies won't develop. Energy transition advocates argue that economic stability and the energy transition are not an inevitable dichotomy, but that is a tough sell in Indonesia. The result appears to be that Indonesia has just stopped trying. The government would of course vehemently argue that is not the case, but even China, which is not inclined to listen to anything it doesn't want to hear, backed off from including clean coal in its green taxonomy after widespread criticism. Whether Indonesia will come to its senses and do the same remains to be seen. Ben.critz at manilatimes.net